I'm Kerry Fink, and welcome to today's edition of the Kingdom Living Podcast with Glenn Reppel. It's all part of the Reppel Minute. This is going to be so exciting, Glenn. How are you today? Oh, fantastic. Thank you, Kerry. It's, it's, it's good to, to bring honor and glory to the Lord Jesus Christ through bringing his word out across the world. Amen. And, you know, as we were speaking just before we were getting ready to go with the podcast, you know, we were talking about that you as a business person through your company, GA Repl and Company, uh, you get involved in a lot of financial aspects and, and do a lot of great work, you know, in the business community. But but we've talked over the past that, that from time to time you've used the uh, term that you help people reach your purpose as as a, a kind of a theme for how you want to conduct your business. And we've also talked about very much that that's the mission of the Kingdom Living podcast and everything that we're doing, you know, through the REPL Minute, which is your daily Monday through Friday uh, biblical wisdom moment that you can start your day off with uh, just a three to five minute kind of great positive biblical motivational piece every morning. But it's, all that is really designed to help you reach your purpose, Glenn. And, and it's it's really, um, as we were talking about, you know, there is so much good preaching. There's so many good uh, tools that are out there in the kingdom. But one of the things that I think makes what we're doing so exciting, at least for me personally, is the fact that that what we're really doing is we're not we're not preaching. We're just reading the Bible, you know, as we go through all this. And so it's God's word straight through. What does God have to say about this? You know. Yeah, that that's that's so good. And and again, one of the things in the financial industry. Is, is we put money so much, the purpose of money ahead of the purpose and calling uh, that God's given us. And uh, so that, that's a part of it because it stands there as that idol, uh, the lack of or too much of it. And, and so with that, it just stands in the way. And we're really a, a part of, of, of Solomon and, and uh, some of the scriptures we've gone through in, in the past is he that has will be given more and the he that uh, doesn't have what he has will be taken from him. And again, that has is wisdom is the wisdom of God. And what we're talking about is that wisdom is a revelation of the word of God and who we are is finding out our identity of who we are. So we're going to be talking about finding our identity and finding our identity is not in the wealth. <laughs> it's in the wealth of our father because we have access to all of that. All of his inheritance is ours. And so we have to understand the wisdom and that's the mysteries that have been hidden in the word of God that's been revealed to his sons and daughters now. And this is exciting stuff. It's right here in the word of God, but it's been a mystery hidden and the Holy Spirit allows us, allows it to be revealed to us. This is exciting stuff. Oh, it really is, Glenn. And I was thinking, you know, this is this is literally uh, podcast number eighty-two, uh, and and all of this kind of grew from a book that you wrote, uh, a guy gave to you several years ago called "Fraud: What God Has to Say About the Tactics of the Enemy." And as we're talking about this, I guess that's really a, a, a point that's at the root of all this: is the enemy wants to make sure that you don't uh, reach your purpose that, you know, anything to demoralize you or keep you on the world system instead of, which we call, by the way, uh, if you're new to this, I want to encourage you to go to the repliminute.com because you're going to find all these resources available to you. Look for one called Green Line, Red Line Living in the Kingdom Living series, because it's an excellent uh, kind of an exposition and a setup for a lot of the stuff we talk about 
where there's the world system and then there's God's system. And Jesus came so that we can be green, you know, green line living, which is kind of that eternal pathway. And so when you look at some of the titles along the way here, Glenn, a uh, thing like uh, Victory Now or uh, some of the some of the different uh, messages uh, that we've talked about, like your new citizenship as a as a, uh, a kingdom citizen, or the spirit of I am, and and things like that, they're so constructional to how God views us. And if we can get where we are lined up with how God sees us, then it's like you've just taken the brakes off, and now you're now you're out there uh, just 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 uh, zooming along according to God's plan. And it's a perfect plan. And so I'm so excited for us to have this opportunity to just dive right in, Glenn. Yeah, 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 yeah. So so one of the big questions here is, uh, the big question is, who am I? What is my identity? So we're, we're going to be talking about finding our identity. And, and here's, here's another question. If you're a brother or sister, now look at that. If you're a brother or sister of God, now we got to let that sink in. If you're a brother or sister of God, now do you really believe that? Who's your father? <laughs> yeah. You know, if your brother or sister, guys, because we read this in the word of God, and the word of Jesus is being revealed. If if you are a brother or sister of God, then who is your father? You got to think that in because do we really believe that? And then here, so, and this is really, this is so important. And I saw this in the scriptures and with a footnote uh, this week. I, wow, I said, this is really good. So how and this is so important is defining our identity is how does our, your father see you, see us? How does he do this? And in Romans 4, 25, Jesus has handed was handed over to be crucified for the forgiveness of our sins, was raised back to life to prove that he had made us right, righteous, right with God. Now, here's the footnote that goes with this, and I thought this was really good. In this poetic verse, we discovered that the blood of the cross, the blood of Jesus, is the means of our what? Justification, and the resurrection is the proof, is the proof, and that's continuous through the scriptures that God, how does God, look at this, that God now, now, now sees believers as righteous in his eyes, not the scars of our past, not the failures of our past, he sees us as righteous, he sees us as righteous in his eyes. And that's just so important because so many times we're looking through our own eyes as we look at other people and we're seeing the scars and the bruises in the past. He sees us as righteous through the blood of Jesus. And that's just so important that we, that we get this. So as we like to do in, in each of our podcasts, we will put that fraud fire extinguisher and we use this word, I am not, is my false identity. We, so we that false or false or fake ID that, that we've believed in, we're going to put that fraud fire extinguisher on that. And what we're going to have is the I am. I am is my true identity because God and Jesus says, I am, I am. And we have that I am living inside of us. And in Romans 8, 29, we read, for he knew all about, now this is so cool, for he knew all about us before we were born and he, and, and he destined us from the beginning to share the likeness of his son. Let's let that sink in a second. This Romans 8, 29. For he knew all about us before we were born, and he destined us 
from the beginning to share the likeness of who? His son, Jesus Christ. This means the son is the oldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who would become, look at this, just like him. When do we become just like him? Is that now or is it the future? And you got to remember, he, he, is, uh, he, he is, he was, and, and he is to come. And that's all now. That's all now. He is a now. As we get into the teaching on the green line, red line, it's really important that we understand that green line is how we were created and, and we've been recreated back to that line, which, and again, going back uh, to the question we'd like to ask, the three greatest historical events ever, the three greatest historical events ever was the first one is creation. Pretty big historical event. We look at, look at creation. God created the heavens and earth. And how did he do it? He spoke it with words. So we got to realize our words are powerful and the word is God and he became flesh and dwelt among us and he lives inside of us now. So he spoke everything into existence. And we have teachings on, on life and death as in the power of our words, our tongue, our mouth. So his word speaks through our mouth and, and it does not return void. And that's the vehicle. That's the double-edged sword. So we're created in his image. In, in, in lightness. Yet what happened? There's two trees. Mm -hmm. and, and he said, if, if you eat, uh, we got the tree of life, but you have in this, also the tree in the middle of you eat from that tree, you'll surely die. Uh, the tree of good and evil. And when you eat that tree, death entered in. So that's, and, and, and Adam and Eve ate, they disobeyed God. And, and with that became where we enter into the world now. And that's called the fall. And that's when sickness and disease and death, and we're never designed to die. That was not God's plan. God's plan is timeless, outside of time, ageless, eternal, is the green line living that he designed us to have. And so that tree of death is the I am not tree. I am not like God. I'm not created in God's image. That, and that's that mindset that the world has. And, and then the symptoms of that, of the fall is the shame and the guilt and the condemnation, the pain, uh, that inferiority complex, that orphan spirit that Carrie, you and I were talking about ahead of time, looking for our father, uh, the spirit of rejection, uh, the spirit of injustice, and the, and the fear, and that, that fear is a fear of death, but he's redeemed us. And so, and this is the third uh, greatest historical event. The second was the fall. Uh, that's pretty big that we were born into that fall, but thanks be to God that he loved us so much that he sent the word became flesh, which is Jesus dwelt among us. And, and he gave his life for us to redeem us and recreate us back into the image that he had, in, he, he had, in, and it, that he had created us for. Uh, and he died. We died with him. We were buried with him and we rose with him. We're see the scriptures that, that talk about it. And he did that to bring heaven to earth, to live inside of us now. And we have the teachings on heaven is open now. It's now. It's not something later. Heaven is open now. We've been reborn again. Those that receive and believe they're reborn again. And the Holy Spirit comes in and, and we're baptized in that spirit and we have the power. So redemption is the third greatest, 
when we've been redeemed by the power and the blood of Jesus Christ, and we begin the revelation of knowing who we are, we have that tree of life, we enter in through the veil of the tree of life, and we have the love of Christ living inside of us, and we have that divine nature of God in us, we have the blood of Jesus. And so it happens, and we see the scriptures that help, help us go, uh, go through these. And, and one of the things is, is, is and this is so neat, this, the kingdom of darkness here, Darkness represents mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence. Let's just make sure we get that because that's really what it is. The Holy Spirit living, Jesus had to, had, uh, had to die, uh, uh, was buried, uh, ascend into heaven, and, and, and with that, he conquered death, and with that, he left us with God the Holy Spirit to live in us. We have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the divine nature, the triune God living inside a man. He needed a body to do that so we can manifest the earth. And so the ignorance, mankind's ignorance of the redeemed identity and innocence, that's the lack of knowledge. Because we because the spirit world created the natural world and did it by speaking uh, with words. And so this is one of the, my favorite scriptures that really began changing my life uh, when I realized that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So as we're seeking our identity, Jesus came to reconcile, to bring righteousness, and, and to identify us as saints, uh, to, to realize that Christ bridged uh, from man to God to open up heaven now. And really there's a combination that goes on here when we receive Christ. It's not only salvation, but it's healing. It's healing of our soul and our body and our mind. It's all together. And so what we see here in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, and also 2 Corinthians 5, 21, because uh, I just love the whole passage and the context of this passage. But therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone and the new is here. We've been recreated. And in the Amplified, it talks about, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, that is grafted and joined into him by faith in him as Savior, he is a new creature. We're a new creation, new creature, reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. The old things, the previous moral and spiritual condition have passed away. Behold, new things have come because spiritual awakening brings new life. That's the revelation. That's a spiritual awakening that happens. And that's really the teaching that's going on here is speaking the revelation from Genesis through Revelation. And the revelation is who Jesus is. And as we see who Jesus is, we're going to understand and reveal who we are because we're one with him now in glory. We'll get to that passage in a second. But here's the scripture that really really just radically helped me is, is, is God made him who knew no sin to be sin uh, for us so that in him, in him, we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus is the way some of the translations have it. So we might become the righteousness of God. So it's through the blood of Jesus, uh, his death, burial, resurrection, that, that an ascension that we have become, he came to make us and give us right standing with God. 
so we've been made righteous, not by carry anything we do. Uh, it's by the blood of Jesus, what Jesus did. We have right standing. And we're going to understand as we are seeking. This is a seeking that we have. And we seek, we'll find. We seek with all of our heart. We're seeking our identity. And th this has become a staple scripture in all of our podcasts and, and our teachings here is, is Colossians 3, 1 through 4. This has become a staple scripture for me also in my own life here. And as we're seeking, because uh, what we see here is Christ's resurrection is our resurrection. We need to personalize this. Christ's resurrection is my, Carrie, your resurrection too. This is why, because as we understand the resurrection, this is why we yearn for all that is above, the heaven open now, for all that is above, for that's where Christ sits, and guess who's sitting with him? We're, we're there with him. We're going to see the scriptures that, that show that Christ sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority, and he's passed that power, honor, and authority to his sons and daughters to rule and reign and manifest the earth who sits enthroned at the place of all power, honor, and authority. Yes, feast, feast, eat, eat on all the treasures, all the treasures, all the heavenly treasures that we've got uh, in the heavenly realm. So this is where our thinking is to be and fill your thoughts with heavenly realities. That's where the reality is, is in the heavenly, in the spiritual realm that, that then controls the natural realm. So feast on all the treasures. And the treasures is that wisdom of God, that revelation of God in Christ Jesus and who we are in Christ Jesus with the Holy Spirit of the heavenly realm and fill your thoughts on the heavenly realities, not with the distractions of the natural realm. The natural realm becomes a distraction because as we see with our eyes, we want to begin seeing with our spiritual eyes and hear with our spiritual senses, our ears. And here it is, your crucifixion, Carrie, your crucifixion, Glenn, my crucifixion, and the, the people listening and watching, your crucifixion with Christ has severed the tie to this life. And now look at this, our true life, your true life is hidden away in God, in Christ. And this verse is the one that really just is so important. As Christ himself is seen, as spiritual eyes, as seen with spiritual eyes for who he really is. As he's revealed from Genesis, uh, with the stories in Genesis, uh, uh, all the way through Revelation, is, is who, who was, who is, and is to come. Is, is, has he come? Has he come? Has he come into your life? Has he been revealed to you? So as Christ himself is seen for who he really is, who you really are will also be revealed. Let's make sure we get that part. As Christ himself is seen for who he really is. See, that's seeking, that's seeking who Christ is. Who is Christ? And as we're seeking who he is, who we are, our identity will also be revealed. And he tells us what our identity is. For we are now, now, not future, now, one with him in his glory. That's not future glory. This is present tense based upon a past, what, what happens. So we're one now with him in his glory. Oh, if we can just grasp this passage and the context of it, it is just, it is just so powerful. And so as we're seeking our identity, and this is kind of a focus of today's teaching, 
is 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 our identity here and that we are brothers and sisters of God. And this is Romans 8, 28 through 30. And we're going and, and again, as we've said this before, is there's there's a lot of and, and I just really highly recommend looking at and asking questions. Look at different translations. We're gonna be looking at three different translations uh in this in this passage here and looking at some of the, the footnotes here that go with this. But this is Romans 8, 28 through 30, and this is in the Passion Translation. And, and what we see is, is uh, so we've seen, so we've been convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good, for we are lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. Okay, let's look at this. We've, uh, for, for we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good, for we are his lovers, we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill what? His designed purpose. We're in heaven. Yeah, heaven coming to earth to, to manifest his purpose here on earth. For he, for he knew all about us before we were born, and he destined us from the beginning to share what? The likeness of his son. This means the son is the oldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him. Let's make sure, sure, let's ask some questions about this. This means that the son, the son of God, Jesus, the son of God, and we are sons of God. We'll get to that. This means this, the son is the oldest among a vast family of brothers and sisters who will become just like him. So when do we come, become just like him? <laughs> okay. It's when he's revealed as to who he is, we will, we will understand and reveal who we are in Christ, and we're one now with him in his glory. So as he's revealed, this was 2,000 years ago that he began this process, and we're just now beginning to understand our identity of who we are. And having de determined our destiny ahead of time, he called us to himself and transferred, look at this, his perfect righteousness to everyone he called. So have we been called? Are we hearing? Are we listening? And those who possess the, his perfect righteousness, not by anything we do, he co-glorified with his son. When is that? Is that in the future, do we have to die to get that? Or is it now when it's revealed as to who we are as we're seeking our identity? So this is in the Passion Translation. Let's look at another, another translation, and, the, and this is the, the Mirror Translation. And, and what we see here is, meanwhile, we know that the love of God causes everything, everything to mutually contribute to our advantage, the love of God. His master plan is announced in our original identity. See, there's that green line that was announced back in the beginning. We spoke everything in creation of, in, into existence and, and created man in his image. So that was our original design and purpose. He pre-designed and engineered us from the start to be jointly fashioned in the same mold and image of his son, according to the exact blueprint of his thought. 
we see the original and intended pattern of our lives preserved in his son. Here he is. He is the firstborn from the same womb that reveals our genesis. He confirms that we are the invention of God. And that womb, that womb is the, is the Holy Spirit. When we receive the Holy Spirit, that's where our rebirth from above comes to live inside of us. We are born, these are, uh, these are notes here. We are born anew when, when he was raised from the dead, uh, 1 Peter 1.3. His resurrection co-reveals our common genesis as well as our redeemed innocence. No wonder then that it, he is not ashamed, look at that, to call us his brother, his brothers and sisters. We share the same origin. And then in Acts 17, 28, in him we live and move and have our being. We're indeed his offspring. Now, Genesis, uh, also verse 30 here, and we're going to talk. Jesus reveals that mankind preexisted in God. He defines us. He justified us and also glorified us. He redeemed our innocence and restored the glory we lost in Adam. And let's look at uh, this a, a little more here and just, and this, this is the amplified. And what we see for those whom he foreknew of whom he, has, he was aware, and this is actually verse 29 and 30, who he was aware and loved beforehand, beforehand, he also destined from the beginning for ordaining them to be molded into the image of his son. And again, what we see is the context here of these scriptures really speaking the same thing and share inwardly his likeness that we might become the first, that he might become the firstborn among many brethren. We're in that family. We're in that family. That's not a tomorrow thing, which you're going to see. This is a present thing. And it's actually within the past. So, and those whom he thus foreordained, he foreordained, he has called. And those whom he has called, he has justified, acquitted, made righteous, putting them into right standing with himself. Not by anything we've done, but by the, but by the blood of Jesus. Those whom he justified, he also glorified. When? Now when this is revealed to that we're sons and daughters, raising them to a heavenly dignity and condition or state of being. When? Now, when this is revealed, we're, we're, we're raised to this heavenly dignity and condition or state of being. So this, now this is the footnote that is in verse 30 in the, in the Passion Translation. And that's what I want, want to kind of notice that all the verbs are past tense. The same faith that justifies us and the faith that glorifies us. The verse gives us four golden links to the chain of our salvation. Pre, we're, it's been predestined. This is the goal and the purpose, our vocation, our calling, uh, our calling to be, to, to be justified and glorified in Christ. Uh, and again, this isn't future. This is now. It happened already. So the verb there is a now context. That, that we have. And again, this is another one of those scriptures that, that we just have to keep. And I think as, as it's revealed, and we show the veil over here, as the veil was torn in, in Christ's crucifixion, and, 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 and the veil was torn, the, we, the seeking of our identity has been revealed. And this scripture is just so powerful. And this is actually in the, in the Amplified and NIV uh, combined together, verse 26 and the verse 27 in the NIV. But the mystery, the mystery that's been hidden, the, the, the wisdom, the wisdom of God that's been hidden for ages and generations from angels and men, but, but, but is now revealed to his saints, to the holy people. 
So if we don't recognize that we are holy and righteous, we're not going to see the revelation of what God's trying to speak to us through his word, through his son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit's revealing to us. So listen to the mystery, which has been hidden for ages and generations. It's been prophetically said and spoken. It happened 2000 years ago when he said it was finished, but is now revealed. <laughs> We're just getting it 2000 years later to his holy people, the saints. And then verse 20 says, to them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles. Look at this, the glorious riches, the treasures of heaven of his mystery, which is what? This is the wisdom. This is the wisdom he who has, which is Christ in you is the hope of glory. And it, this is a now. This is, a, this is what happened 2,000 years ago. It's what was prophetically said in, in the Old Testament that happened on the cross, when he, and it's been finished, which is Christ is in you. This is the wisdom. This, this is the stewardship of the wisdom of God is to know that, the, that Christ is in you. This is the hope that we have. And as we're seeking our identity, we recognize who Jesus is in us. And, and in Colossians 1.27, same verse, but now this is in the, in the, in the mirror translation. Uh, within us, God is delighted to exhibit the priceless treasure of this glorious unveiling of Christ's indwelling in order, in order that every person on the planet, whoever they are, may now come to the greatest discovery of all time and recognize Christ in them as in a mirror. As we look in a mirror, we see Christ. He is, now this is neat, this is a footnote that's coming. He is the desire of the nations and completes their very expectation. So this is the seeking. This is what the world is groaning. This is what people and nations are seeking is their identity of who they really are, the desire of the nations. And this is the footnote that's in, in the mirror here. And again, uh, uh, this, this is a, is a uh, study Bible that has a lot of footnotes that goes with it, which is really kind of neat. Uh, he is not hiding in history. Look at this. <laughs> Jesus is not hiding in history or in outer space nor, nor in the future, neither in the pages of scripture. He is merely mirrored there, there to be unveiled within Carrie, you and me and everybody listening. And there's scriptures, uh, Matthew 13, 44, and Galatians 1, 15, 16, uh, that are sure. This is huge. That's a comment. This is huge. What God has now, uh, has now able to disclose in the saints. Now, if we don't think we're saints, that's going to be hard. And in the saints is immediately equivalent, uh, equally relevant in the nations. Let's make sure we, we see that. What he's disclosed there to us as saints is immediately equally relevant in the nations. Christ in the nations is the hope of glory. That's really what's being said. As we understand who we are in Christ, and that's revealed, it's a desire of the hope of the nations, the glory to all the nations. This is the mystery of the ages. This is what we were waiting for in, in Haggai and Colossians 127. This is so important. This is being revealed to us. This is the revelation of Christ in us, the hope of glory. Now, 
So, and again, we've, we've, we've talked about this before, but I think this just fits in to the seeking, the seeking of our identity is, and then over, over here on the right side is, is just the, the whole idea we've talked about Jesus Christ. Christ comes from Christos, a Greek word that means the anointed one or the chosen one. Jesus Christ, the anointed one. So Jesus Christ combines his name, Jesus, with his title, Christ meaning Jesus, the anointed one, or Jesus, the chosen one. So, so Christ is the anointed part. Jesus is the name. Jesus is his human name as announced to Mary by the angel of Gabriel. And Christ is his title. And Christ is his title as the chosen anointed son of God. So are we sons of God? Yeah. Have we, are we anointed? So what we see here, see here is this is the I am. I am a saint. I am a son of God. I am anointed. I am Christ. I have the anointing. I am Christ. So, so that's sometimes hard to grasp and understand, but we have the anointing, the same anointing that was on Christ, the same Holy Spirit living inside of Christ is living inside of us. We have the anointing. We are Christ-like. That's what Christ, that's what Christians is. That's that we have the light of Christ in us. So this is a part of seeking the identity. And as, and as that's revealed to us, the power of the Holy Spirit becomes alive inside of us. And so, and this, this is 1 Corinthians 2, 12 through 16. Uh, and, and, this, and, and this is so important to us as we seek our identity. What we have received is not, <laughs> it's not the spirit of the world. So that's in red there. So said that's red line because that's the spirit of the world. But, but we've received the spirit who is from God, from above. So that, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak. This is what we speak in, in red here, in, in red line living, not in words taught as by human wisdom, no, those aren't the words we speak, but in words taught by the Spirit, explaining spiritual realities with spiritual taught words. Now, this is important because, because the things that we've just already talked about, if, if we're only speaking in the words of the world, we're not going to receive this. But if we're speaking in, this, in, in, in the spiritual realities, in spirit-taught words, the revelation of the Holy Spirit is going to reveal his word living inside of you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. The person without the Spirit does not accept the things that come from the Spirit of God. But, but, but this read again, considers them foolishness. This teaching that we're going through, the scriptures that Carrie, we're, we're reading here, uh, people can receive this as foolishness because standing before uh, the Sanhedrin and the Pharisees and, 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 and you know, Jesus is there is speaking these words. He's speaking words and they could not receive them. They just saw him as human. They did not see the divine nature of God. And that's even after he came back after being resurrected. So, but they consider them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are not discerned only with, with the Spirit. It takes the Holy Spirit to discern what we're really talking about. That's the revelation from Genesis, the book of, of Revelation of Genesis, all the way through throughout Revelation. The person with the Spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human. 
We're not subject to the human judgment. We have the judgment of Jesus Christ that adjudicated us not guilty and cleansed us. And, and we are sons. We've been redeemed. We are holy. We're righteous. We've been justified and sanctified. For who has known the mind of the Lord so to instruct him? But, but we have, we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. It says we're seeking, as we're seeking our identity, understand we have the mind of Christ. We can have the brain of the world, of the flesh, or we can have the mind of the word of God uh, living inside of us. So as we're seeking our identity, and I mentioned that we're, that, 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 we're, that Christ is enthroned, he's enthroned, and, and I am co-seated with Christ. And this is in Ephesians 2, 6. And he raised, and this is so important because, because somehow we, we think that this happens when we die. <laughs> he raised us up with Christ, the exalted one, and we ascended with him into the glorious perfection and authority of the heavenly realm. Again, the heaven is open now, for we are now co-seated as one with Christ. That's not a future tense. That's a now tense. And again, Carrie, before we came on, you know, there's 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 three common themes that I think that come through the teaching and and in 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 the book fraud, because uh, we're just trying to bring out is is the righteousness that we are the righteousness of God, and and the teaching on our identity keeps keeps coming across, uh, and and it's so important that 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 we we just grasp how the Holy Spirit reveals Himself to us that Christ in us is the hope of glory. Uh, so let's, so I am co-seated with Christ now. And, 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 and that, that third thing is we're dealing with a now gospel. Mm -hmm. We're dealing with a now gospel, not a future gospel. Uh, the, but before Jesus came, that was the prophetic message. Look into Christ. He has come. He's come. He's redeemed mankind. And we are the exact replica in the mirror image of Christ. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. So as we're seeking our identity, we have this seamless union, the oneness that we have that day. So, so this is neat too. On that day. So what is that day? When that time comes. So when does that time come? You will know for yourselves that I am in the Father. This is Jesus speaking. Now, Jesus, I am in the Father. And who? Carrie, you and me and everybody. You are in me. So we are in Christ. Christ is in the Father. And I am in you. And boy, when this got revealed to me, I go, whoa, that radically changed me. So on that day, when that time comes, when we get into that green line, we understand we are outside of time, that we are ageless, we're eternal beings, that when we understand and grasp who we are, who Christ is, and who we are, who the Father is, and the Holy Spirit reveals us, that is the day. That is the day. And then this is in the mirror translation. In that day, you will know that we're in seamless, seamless union with one another. I'm in the Father, you're in me, and I am in you. And I've done that three cup idea showing that. And in Romans 8, 14, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. 
as we're led and listen and follow the Holy Spirit, we are sons and daughters of God. And as we're seeking our identity, and, and I just, and again, that veil, that veil opens up to identify who Christ is and who we are. And this is the truth in, in 2 Timothy 1.10. This truth is now, <laughs> this need, is now now being unveiled by the revelation. Again, the revelation is that wisdom of God, the mysteries of God uh, coming to us, the anointed Jesus, our life giver. And what did he do? Who has dismantled death, the curse of death, obliterating all its effects on our lives and has manifested his immortal life in us by the gospel. So what's the gospel that we're listening to? Are we listening to I am not? Are we listening to I am? I am the righteousness of God. I am redeemed. I am a new creation in Christ Jesus. I am sanctified. I am holy. I am sitting with Christ. He is in me. I am in him. And, and we are one. We're in union with him. And he's dismantled death. We are listening more to death than we are to life because he came to bring life and life more abundantly. So it's really important that we grasp this. And as we're seeking our identity, there's freedom from the death now. And, and this is in, in Hebrews 2, 14 through 15 uh, in the Passion Translation. Since all his children have flesh and blood, so Jesus became human to fully identify with us. He did this, how? So that he could experience and defeat death and annihilate the effects of the intimidating accuser who holds against us the power of death. So he's defeated that. That's why he had to, he had to go down. He had to go down and defeat death. By embracing death, Jesus sets free those who live their entire lives, and look at that, in bondage to the tormenting fear, dread of death. We've been set free from death. That's physical and spiritual. And our soul, our mind, will, and emotions, it, it takes the revelation of, of, of the Holy Spirit to reveal what these scriptures are really meaning. And so we've been set free from, from, from death. And he defeated death. He ascended out of the grave. We ascended with him. And heaven was open. The Holy Spirit came into our lives. And so it's really important that we grasp these ideas. So seeking our identity the, in, in, in Romans 8, 10 to 11 is the revelation of Christ in you declares that your body is as good as dead to sin's demands, meaning a dead man has no sin. So we've died with Christ, we've rose with Christ, we're, we're seated with Christ, uh, we've died with him. Sin cannot find an expression in a corpse. You co-died together with him. Yet, yet, yet your spirit is alive because of what righteousness reveals. The revelation, again, of righteousness, the wisdom, the mystery. Our union with Christ further reveals that because the same spirit that awakened the body of Jesus from the dead does what? Inhabits us. That same body inhabits us. We equally participate in his resurrection. In the same act of authority whereby God raised Jesus from the dead, he co-restores our body of life by his indwelling spirit. So this, this is really important, is, is um, 
this this scripture, I, I, I got a word uh, just today on this that really kind of opened up something in my life too. Is, but, and, and this is Galatians 4, 4 through 7. We, we are sons of God. We're sons and daughters of God. But when the time of fulfillment had come, when is that time? That was the resurrection, that, that, that time, the crucifixion, the resurrection. And, and, and it had come. God sent his son, born of woman, born under the law. Yet all this was so that he would redeem and set free those held in bondage to the law so that he would receive so that we would receive our freedom and a legal ad adoption as children, sons and daughters. That was our adoption papers that he came to redeem us. And so that we, so we would know that we are his, now look at it, true children. God released the spirit. There's a spirit of sonship that he wants us to receive. So God released the spirit of sonship where? Into our hearts, our belief system moving us to cry out intimately, my father, my true father. So if we are sons and daughters of God, who's our father? Who is our true father? Now we're no longer living like slaves under the law, but we enjoy being God's very own sons and daughters because we're his. Now this is what I got this morning. And and we can access everything our father has. For we are heirs because of what God has done. So we have access and authority into all that he has because we're the mirror image of his son. We are sons and daughters of God. And Carrie, it's just so important that we continue to seek seek and to know our identity and as we seek christ for who he really is who we are will also be revealed because we're one now with him in glory now this is a now gospel that's being revealed to his sons and daughters you know glenn as we go through these teachings and and we get that revelation and that understanding you know, it's so powerful because I think what happens as you bring these particular scriptures to light that really become part of this overarching theme that is kingdom living. You know, it's it's like it's like one big connected uh, kind of 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 uh, uh, vantage point, right? Because when you understand the new citizenship, when you understand uh, the sacrifice that Jesus made to to reconcile us to the Father. And you 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 see how that plays in. Then all of these things that we've been talking about uh, in the various kingdom living messages, you know everything about uh, you know the power of now faith and all these things that all work together when we talk about um, who we are through Christ Jesus. And I think that's why the book uh, Fraud, what God has to say about the tactics of the enemy, is such a, an important like kind of anchor point or maybe bedrock point to to share uh, what we're teaching through the Kingdom Living podcast, because as you come down and we always close the broadcast with um, the Believer's Declaration of, of Legal Rights, but even going back and thinking about how you set this up in the book, uh, by the way, and if you don't, if you haven't had a chance, you can get the book, uh, uh, there's links there at the repleminute.com that will lead you to how you can uh, get your own copy, but it's a 
very simple, uh, easy to appropriate book. It's 40 bite-sized chapters. But Glenn, what I wanted to mention was in the back, this whole concept, you have a whole appendix uh, that kind of like is the starting point. This is called Who I Am in Christ. And when we get to the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, as you understand that you do have this new citizenship in the kingdom of God, and I would almost call it uh, uh, like a citizenship that is a dual citizenship because you're here on the earth, but the Bible says you're supposed to be in the earth, but not of the earth. So you really have to always steal yourself and remind yourself what God has to say about this. That's why this Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights is so important and why we make it available to you. It's a, 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 You'll see on the screen here that you can just uh, click through and get your own copy of it. I always say, why not uh, print it out, put it someplace where you're going to see it on, as a daily remembrance, you know, maybe stick it next to your where you work or, uh, you know, even if it's on your refrigerator or however you want to use it so that you run into it and you re remember these. It's like, it's just like those, uh, those um, uh, I am in Christ kind of declarations that you have in the appendix there of um, the fraud book, Glenn. Amen. And, and I just really want to encourage those that are listening and watching um, is, to, is to start your day in the word of God. And, and as, as we're talking about the different translations of, of the Bible, is, is that, understand, there's many translations, mm -hmm. but there's only one translator, and that's the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So as the Holy Spirit is revealing his word, his word truth to you, that's the key. Right. It's, it's not carrying Glenn. It's not, it's not a preacher. Now, it takes people sometimes bringing this to you, but it's going to be the Holy Spirit working through them to you that really gets that baby jumping that we've talked about in another podcast, because that's the spirit in us that's causing the baby spirit in you to just jump as Mary and Elizabeth had that happen with Christ and, yeah. and with John in their, in, their, in their wombs. And so it's just really important is, is wake up early, read the word, get into it, and ask the questions. And he's going to reveal this as you're seeking as you're seeking your identity and seeking the truth well i, I you know in i guess i guess in a moment i'll also ask uh, if you can pray pray us through it but we always close by reading through the believer's declaration of legal rights and i want to make sure that you're aware if, especially if you're new to this uh we were just sharing uh had the privilege of looking at some statistics that uh that indicates that the footprint of the kingdom living message is really growing throughout throughout the world. And we're so appreciative to see what God is doing and how God is reaching people with this kingdom living message now up to literally a million uh, people reached every 90 days. So there's a real impact that, that God's word is having as it goes forth. And as we keep saying, it's not that it's a preaching message or something. We are literally just reading the Bible. In fact, um, as Glenn reads through the Believer's Declaration of Legal Rights, you'll understand that these are coming also uh, really straight from Scripture. But all of these tools are available to you at therepleminute.com so that not only can you access the entire Kingdom Living podcast series right there. So if you uh, if there's a title that appeals to you or you just want to start at the beginning and work your way through, it's all available to you. If you want to catch up on the REPL Minute, that daily Monday through Friday piece, that's there on the website and available for you. Or you can actually uh, just give us your email address and we'll pop it in your email box every morning. And a great way for you to get started uh, the right way on your daily journey. 
And then, like I said, there's also information in there on the fraud series, which kind of became a foundational piece of everything that's grown from there, because our intention is to help you reach your purpose, Glenn. Amen. Amen. And again, a, a major part of what our teaching and theme has been is, uh, is who we are, not who we're not. The world does a great job of telling us who we're not. And it's God's word that's telling us who we are. And this, this is the believer's declaration of our legal, our legal rights. I am a special race as a child of God, as a citizen in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ, and a kingdom of priests. I belong into the family of God. I can enter into God's presence boldly now. I've been recreated in God's image and likeness of love. I manifest and experience heaven on earth now with righteousness, peace, and joy, which is the Holy Spirit. I am restored, redeemed, and recreated back with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit living in me now. I have the word of God dwelling in me. I have the crown of righteousness on my head and wear the garment of praise, which is the robe of righteousness. Mm -hmm. I have the legal rights. I have the legal rights and privileges to use the name of Jesus. I have the legal authority as a believer over the principalities, powers, and rulers of the kingdom of darkness, because we're light, and light shines on darkness. I have, through the Holy Spirit living in me, the resurrection, look at that, the resurrection power to cast out demons, to lay hands on the sick, and they are healed. Let's go before the Father here and just uh, thank you. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word, because your word does not return void. It's accomplishing your purpose, your purpose. Thank you for the use of the internet, the technology that your word can spread out all over the earth. We just praise you. We thank you. We thank you that there's healing, there's truth, there's revelation that's coming in. There's a desire to know you more than seeking, seeking your identity and explaining who you are as people come out of darkness into the light of knowing you. And Father, we, we thank you. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. And we lift this up in Jesus's name. Amen. Amen, Glenn. And you know, I just want to remind you as we close out, if this has meaning for you, please like and share this with uh, with those that you uh, love and care about. And uh, let's let's just spread the, the word of kingdom living. It's it's God's plan for your life that you that you are able to access kingdom living. And so all these tools are so important for that. And uh, by the way, you feel free to reach out to us. You can uh, drop us an email at uh, hello <laughs> at therepleminute.com. And there's a, a way that you can actually just access all of that right there. So really want to encourage you to stay connected to the Repl Minute uh, and the Kingdom Living podcast series. So for now, uh, thank you, Glenn, for another great teaching, and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next edition of the Kingdom Living podcast. So we'll see you soon. God bless.